Welcome to Passion for Collecting, the official podcast of CAS, where we talk everything collectibles from toys to sports memorabilia. And now here are your hosts, Chris Whitlock, Ross Barr, and Anthony Spinicki. Hey there, collectible fans. I'm Chris Whitlock from CAS, and welcome to CAS Presents Passion for Collecting. Passion for Collecting is brought to you by Collector Archive Services. Visit our website at collectorarchive.com to learn more about grading, preserving your collectible toys, video games, and sports memorabilia. I am here with my two co-hosts, Ross Barr and Anthony Spinicky. Gentlemen, how are you? Hello, collectors. Can you can you hear me? I'm not muted. I'm not I'm not in my Jeep. This is a <laughs> <laughs> not, muted, not yet. muted yet. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jinx, you owe me a beer. <laughs> hey, uh, just real quick, uh, Chris. We, I, I think Ross knows about this. I don't know if you knew about this. Uh, we had our first passion for collecting related poll on social media. Did you know about this or not? I did not know about oh, it. Oh, you're gonna love this. So <laughs> I'm, I'm I put up I'm after scared. after the uh, Chris muted episode uh, came up was published. I put up this poll on Instagram. All right, just uh. to see what what folks thought. <laughs> Yeah, you know, a little social media marketing, uh-huh, you know, just uh-huh. to see uh, yeah. a little marketing research, yeah. I should say, right? So, uh, I don't know, Chris, didn't do too well. Ooh. So, Look at that. So, so 80, that's 81%. Lo- that's lower than I would have expected it to be, actually. 80, 81% <laughs> voted uh, to mute Chris, 19% uh, percent did not. So. So, 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 my brother-in-law actually um, messaged me. He goes, dude, it's so freaking hilarious watching you get muted. So, so even my family agrees. I'm just saying we need a new segment of our show. <laughs> we could be around that. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm just saying we should just think about it. Yeah, well, what's Chris saying when he's muted? Uh-huh. <laughs> but don't worry. We will not mute uh-huh. you. I promise we won't do it. Uh-huh. Oh, Maybe. I, yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't trust you. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not after that happened. So, uh, sure, but- There's 19%. Of our of our fans want to actually hear him talk again. It seems high to me. Seems <laughs> high to me. Sample size. How many yeah. people really? It did, must so, it must have been a small sample yeah. size for sure. So. It was it, it was a small sample. There was actually three people who voted to hear you. One was my wife, and one was uh, uh, one was Adam Mark. So, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> it was the third Chris. The third was Chris. Uh, yeah, exactly. No, the third was that guy we met, uh, Justin. Justin, in case. You know he's on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We've uh, he's a mm-hmm. Jersey guy, so one nice guy. And oh, and you know, listen, Adam, he voted yet, but then he used his garbage shoot droids account to vote to mute you. So he's kind of oh, like on the fence. That's yeah. a wash. I call that. Yeah, a, that's yeah, a wash. Yeah. So so two people want to hear you talk, and one is my wife is just being nice. So it's really one. Well, at least there's somebody nice in this world, <laughs> Ross. Just saying. Anyway, just saying. I'm not alone, Chris. Uh-huh. I'm not alone. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I, I keep quitting. I keep coming back. I don't know. I just like, <laughs> I get knocked down and get back up again. <laughs> but anyways, glad, glad to know you guys are having so much fun at my expense. I still love you in spite of such. Um, do I look more intelligent, by the way? I just want to comment on do. that with my, my new glasses. Sexy I, would see, I was going to say sexy. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. The pandemic yeah. finally killed my eyes after looking at a screen for But they're old man glasses. Years. Like, you have glasses that are the side. Like, you could, like, serve ice cream on those it's things. It's called stylish, Chris. Is it? It's is called it? stylish, yes. I don't know. When yes. I see, so at, at the end of, um, what is it, Goodfellas or the casino where uh, Robert De Niro has those giant glasses on? That's what it reminds me of, those giant old people <laughs> Robert De Niro glasses. Everything on. kind of turns around and comes back at some point, right? Yeah, like, I, I actually know. look at my my son's baseball team. So these kids are wearing mullets now. Like, apparently mullets are back in, ta- <laughs> in style. Which is 
crazy. It shows you that everything kind of comes around. Oh, I rocked the mother in middle school. It was not a proud moment for me. You should so, bring it back. We yeah, should. Back, I actually, I want to see the mullet pictures of Chris in high school. I think oh, we well. a little. Maybe my two cents next time will be that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was terrible. I was one of those kids that, like, you know, I didn't want to start shaving, so I had like this thick peach fuzz and then a mullet. It was just, it was a bad look for me. Man, very, very bad luck for me. The ladies must have been lined oh, up around the corner, my friend. Yeah, well, you know, I the, 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 people will say I remind them of Steve Carell from the Forty Year Old Virgin for a reason. So, <laughs> anyways, I think he's a handsome man. He is. He's very funny. Yeah. So, anyways, on with the show. Speaking of show shows, um, we have done a few incredible shows lately, and have a few awesome ones coming up. Um, boy, I did. Uh, I did uh, Columbus and Xenia. And I'll tell you, folks, if you guys are, are toy fans and you guys want to go to it, hopefully, with hopefully they're toy fans. This is a well, toy related ever, podcast, or, or just Chris fans. You never know. Yeah. But but the thing is, like you know, if you go to local toy shows and you see toys, okay, nothing beats in my. So I've never been to Kane, but holy cow, Xenia and Columbus were insane. So there was like five hundred um, five hundred tables in Columbus, seven hundred in Xenia, and wow. toys from tin toys, robots, modern stuff, Barbies. Every, anything you could imagine was there. Was do, do you think? Do you think maybe? Oh, oh wow, wow! <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't use this. I, I was like, I can't put this on a CAS social media post. <sighs> I mean, we got we have to maintain some level of professionalism, right? But I spent. I mean, I, I, I like. I went off one night. I, I went. I made this this picture. And I didn't use it, so I had to put it up. I mean, this is. I find this to be. I'm like strangely attracted to this, and I don't want to be. For those who are listening and not watching on youtube you got to go and watch the youtube segment because it's basically chris dressed up as uh xena no no, the it's, not, no, no, no it's his no, head it is lucy lawless and then he, <laughs> he pasted my face on, on xena, <laughs> xena warrior princess so like do not say i'm dressed up as this because she has I've, a nice rack she's really really attractive and you have me i don't think we can say rack on on this uh family podcast chris well, don't she say has, rack. Um, she's very don't well endowed rack. she is very well, you know, I, womanly <laughs> I've never been so sexually confused before in my entire <laughs> life. Tell you, in making this, so I had to make a, you know, I cut out your face and transparent background. As I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, look, Dengar Chris. Look at that. <laughs> my goodness. Better. See, my that goodness. is better. I like that one. Man, Anthony, I we got to get you something to fill your evenings, my friend. <laughs> this is what you're doing. My goodness. Whoa. I mean, man. meanwhile, like his, his family is like hanging out somewhere. <laughs> He's ignoring them so he can spend an hey, hour and a half on the on the gag Chris. Oh, Chris that I never Chris. used. I haven't even got to you. I used it now. So yeah, there it is. It. It's out there. It's, it's out on the internet forever. That's outstanding. Uh, I'm going to get it. That, I've, I've never yeah. had a tattoo, but I'm going to get that tattooed on my arm. That would be, yeah. Anyhow. Yeah, needles. Some... You're not good with needles, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm believe not. that for a I second. I'm petrified. Yeah. I am petrified yeah. of needles. Yeah. I, I just, I'm one of those people, like, when I get so old, I'm just like, you know, just let me go. I just put me out the pasture, let it go. So, anyhow, shows. The past ones were great, even Xenia, in spite of that. We, we talked about ZoloCon, right? I think we talked about ZoloCon yeah. the last show. But, again, that was, a, that was a good one. I'm trying to think what else we've done. Columbus, Xenia. Zolocon. Zolocon so far plenty, this year. Plenty in Florida. So we yeah, always Todd, forget the ones that Todd, Todd does in Florida. He's in Tampa this weekend. Well, it was the weekend that we're recording this. So by the time this comes out, it'll already yeah. be past. So in the past. But he's, he's there, you know, so. Yeah, we're recording this very early in the morning, by the way. Yeah. That's why I got some weird uh, hair uh, thing going on here. Uh, on a Saturday. Saturday yeah, morning. Yeah, on a Saturday. Right? And, and I worked all night. So it's the end of the night for me. 
and dedication uh, right there yeah. comes home from work working overnight right oh. into a passion yeah. for collecting you might say that we have a passion for collecting perhaps yeah. or you might say you might say it so but so anyways upcoming shows i want to want to get through the list we have a, a bunch of things to try to get done here um including a really really cool uh guest spotlight some behind the scenes action so but um so we have our upcoming shows just so you folks know is uh kane the kane show in chicago on april 24th uh, i i've never been to that show but i i i hear it's Every bit is good, if not better, than the Xenia in Columbus. So that's awesome. We have ICC Nashville um, on April 29th through May 1st. Um, if you're a Star Wars fan, that is a, that is a Star Wars-heavy, incredible show. It gets bigger, bigger and better every year. And the signers are amazing. Oh, well, right. and I'd, I'd say about that, right? You know, in, in the same sense, Michael Havens, who puts on the ICCC, you know, almost like I see it on a parallel path to CAS. Right. Like we were at the very first ICCC that he had. Um, I remember that was like the first time we did a little bit better um, show set up. Right. Like we were kind of we were both kind of finding ourselves moving along. His show was smaller than, you know, wasn't as well, well attended as I think he thought it was going to be. And then the subsequent years, it just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, it's it's been great to see that show grow. And someone that puts, you know, he's an interesting figure in the hobby, right? He really puts himself out there. Um, but you know, it's good to see him find some success for all the yes. all the hard work he's put into it. Um, so, and I'll tell you the one thing about that show: I'm nervous that I'm not going to have any money to spend on like vendor stuff because he has like he, he has unique lightsabers for that show. He has custom figures being done for that show. Yeah. He has, uh, there is a, a local hockey team called the Wampas. He's selling their jerseys at that show. I mean, the like, Wampas. I, yeah, it's like what amazing. a cool name. I, I have so much money I want to spend just on ICC stuff. So I'm excited. I'm very excited about that show. And then, so that's uh, that's at the beginning of May. At the end of May, May 26th to the 29th is Star Wars Celebration, which you know, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Uh, I'm interested Anaheim, to see California. how that goes. Yeah, I'm interested. You know, this is our third celebration we've been at it's always the big 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 event right i think you know iccc in in king county we've done well at but you know star wars celebration is just a whole different ball game when it comes to ces when it comes to being a collector and everything that's involved in that although it's not really it's not star wars celebration unlike iccc in king county it's not truly just a collector event right it is a true love of star wars you get you know the cosplay folks the tattoo folks the 501st everything related to star wars you could possibly imagine is there was there was there a celebration last year no, they, no. This, okay, this so this is the first. Yeah. So this is the first one Post since COVID. 2019, Chicago, right? 2019, yeah. Chicago. Oh, it's gonna correct. be insane! I'm yeah. so jealous, you guys. It's gonna be insane. You should be jealous. And the yeah. guest list, like, so, so that they added, so they had all the ICC <laughs> people. So you had Anthony Daniels, um, Ian McDermott, Ashley Eckstein, all the people that are gonna be at ICC. You know, which to Michael Haven's credit, you know, he got hundred percent right. Holy, hundred percent. So those people are also going to be at uh, Celebration, but you're also going to get a lot of the Mandalorian people. So uh, John Carlo Esposito, so Mar- Moff Gideon, Carl Weathers, um, uh, uh, Grief Cargo. Apollo Creed's going to yeah. Apollo Creed's going to be at Star Wars Celebration. He is, yeah. Come on, wow. Creed. Yep. Um, so yeah. So I'd rather Clubber Lang, but you know that's fine. I'll yeah. Take it. <laughs> 
but yeah, we got so there's a lot of really cool, a lot of really cool people going to be there. So you know, um, if you're and listen, if, right, if you're there and you're getting something signed, a toy or a Funko Pop, need it, need a case and authenticated, drop it off at the CAS booth. And, and the cool thing is, so yes, absolutely do that. And and you know, it's it may be busy for us to witness, but I've I've bought some autographs, so I'm going to be getting some autographs done. And the cool thing is, like they send you QR codes, so you have these receipts that are already sort of built in. So you come up to us with the signed item and the QR code, you know that. And we'll go ahead and we'll gold label, gold label it for you. So, um. gold label signature series. Just quickly for people that don't know what that means, is that you know not only do we grade the toy, but the gold label indicates that it's you know authentic signature as well. So you kind of get two bangs for your buck: graded toy and and authentic you know an authenticated signature. Without, and I wonder there are they going to put a little sticker? Do they put a little sticker on the item? They do. It's a small little. Yeah. Uh, I got my uh, my Lando signed, yeah. and they put like a little sticker on it at celebration. I mean, it'd be so. great if we, I'm just spitballing here. It'd be great if we could figure out a way to like not require them to have a sticker on the toy, because especially if it's like a vintage toy, I wouldn't want that sticker on my so on the, my item. It's it's so tiny. I I know what you're yeah. saying, but it's yeah. really tiny. Yeah. But, okay. but the, I guess the thing is, is that it's what she said. It, I it, do it. You <laughs> beat me to it. I was I was. You know what? I I'm gonna probably have to edit that out. You know, family don't friendly edit show. That out. Don't edit that out. <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of little. Do you really, yeah. What? Out. There's how many ten year old girls are listening to this show? <laughs> okay. Yeah, you, you showed me dress and drag. So at some point yeah. in time, we just have to. You know, as long as we don't swear, uh, I think a little, yeah. a little on the fringe stuff right, here yeah. and there is good. I'll leave it good in. for the good. soul. So, good for the soul. Um, but but I, I guess the thing is, I, I, people would probably have a choice whether or not you get the sticker put on. If you came to us with the QR code. You know, and, and the signed item. This is what I'm talking about, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Now we're so, cooking with bacon. Because that's one thing about your, your your Lando that really did bother me is the fact that it's right on the front on a, on a vintage card. So, hmm. you know, it's... Yeah. So, and, and another person that, that's there, and just because she's really, really attractive and I can't wait to meet her, is uh, um, Katie Sackhoff. So, uh, Bo-Katan. Well, I'm going to alert her that you're coming, you creep. Oh, okay. you want to talk about yeah. creep. This is even yeah. worse. So, so the, okay, hold on, hold on. So, I'm just saying she might want to have a bodyguard or so someone we're, we're to protect not, her from you. We're not going to do Motor City Comic Con this year. Um, I, I may do it if they do a fall show. But uh, Motor City Comic Con is going to have... Um, one of my girlfriends in life, um, Alicia Silverstone. And for those uh, of you folks you, who don't you love know. You, you love um, you some Alicia. Yes. Sure. And, and yeah. Matt Shapiro, who's one of our owners, um, he lives in Canada, is actually, he's actually produced a show that she was in, in there. So, so I have um, the Clueless Jeep. Ooh. Yes. Diecast. So I'm gonna, yes. Yeah. So I'm going to have her sign. Yes, diecast. I'm going to have her sign it. And I'm not sure if I'm going to have her put like as if or should I leave a note or, you know, or my bad. Are so, you going to try to, are you going to try to touch her? When, I'm going to have, when, so, so. Like maybe your said, hand. Matt said he would forewarn hand. her that I'm coming in hopefully in a positive way. So <laughs> I'm very, very excited. So You, you got to wear a, like a fan tee with her picture on it or something. Like, you, right, right. Yeah, you mean, should show up like, <laughs> with like 10 different things, like a, a series of buttons all over your shirt with their I face. I love you. I love oh, you. Alicia. Right, right. Make her as uncomfortable as possible. So, I'll, I'll, so this is what I'll do. I'll, I'm going to go there. I'll, I'll, I'll take my wife and I'll have her. I'll, I'll walk up to her. My wife will have me on a leash. Like, okay, you can only get so close. Back, right, back, right. you know. Two words. Restraining order. Yeah, right. Right, right. Coming your way. Restraining order. Um, so. so those are the, the shows that we're booked for. Um, and then ones that we likely will do. Uh, there's Kane July 24th. There's Columbus August 28th. There's Xenia again October 1st. Cincinnati October 2nd. 
which might just be a big weekend of awesome shows. And then uh, Kane again, October 23rd. So a lot, a lot of, I'm just, uh, I'm just ch- double checking you. One that you missed, one that you missed. Okay. Our good friend Mark Ryan, the Maryland Toy Expo, June eighteenth. Nice. Okay. All right. Um, but I think that was good. Did you mention the second Xenia? Yes, second Xenia, October first. Yep. Yep. And then Cincinnati, October second. There we go. Oh. Right on cue. <laughs> gross. Right on cue. Gross, gross, it's gross. so confusing. <laughs> it's so confusing. So, yuck. So those are the shows. Um, there may be ones added, you know, uh, but but those are what we know so far. Um, so aside, so we'll segue now to uh, not really the, the perfect transition, but uh, social media. Anthony, what do we got going on with that? A ton, huh? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, as all, as we always mention, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, you, you want to check out our video segments. So on YouTube, you can you can see any of these segments that are not as long as the the long form podcast uh, on our YouTube channel. Uh, we will we will include a link to our link tree where you can get to all of our social media in, in the description b- below. Um, and you want to check out the passion for collecting playlist. So you'll get to see all the stuff we're talking about, like uh, warrior princess, Chris, um, just a warning folks. Uh, once you see it, you can't unsee oh. it. It's, um, and Chris, you'll get other content. We have a lot of collector content, not just passion for collecting uh, segments, like Chris's five facts about Star Wars uh, card backs. We yes. just have released a 41 back video, which was awesome. Uh, awesome job as always, Chris. So you want to check that out as well as the previous episodes. Yeah, the 41 back is definitely a really cool back. Oh, the be- that's the best back of the whole line. I, <laughs> I really do. I think the, uh, what is it? The 41A. 41A. 41B and C. So the 41A is the, the one with the offer, right? So that's kind of eh, right? But the 41B no, but I'm saying with the color, the color cells in the back isn't that the 41a so, so the 41 bc have the color cells too and no offer okay eh, 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 yeah, i like the offer i like offers dr star wars nerd, i like right? offers <laughs> i like offers do you huh? the, the d they went with the blue background right the, the de is blue yeah so I would yeah, know that actually, if I watched your yeah, video. You watched, yeah, you yeah, would. You, yeah. you can tell I know. how popular my videos are when Ross doesn't even watch them. So. I, I'm saving it. I'm saving it. <laughs> you're gonna get a glass of wine, and you know when he's had when he's having trouble falling asleep. You know, it's <laughs> true. It's true. So, uh, folks, uh, CAS is on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, podcast. You can get to all those uh, platforms through the link tree in, in the description below, please start following. And also folks, we hate to ask for favors, but if you could, uh, you like this, if you like this podcast, leave a rating and a review, you know, we really appreciate it. Uh, it helps promote the show, helps people find us. Um, just, are, are we going to have a truth social page as well? Should we be on truth <laughs> social as well? I mean, we might as well hit them all. Might as well hit them all. We'll, locals, we'll that, locals discussion for another day. Locals, Rumble, all those, right? right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and just two other things, real quick. Um, I won't get into this. I'll just include a link to an instructional video for this or a promotional video. We have this year-long giveaway. Awesome piece. Send us your collector videos, that truly and is an awesome you piece can too. enter to win this um, uh, Jabba the Hut dungeon that's complete with the baggies. It's like it's a work of art. So there's that. Great. And then upcoming live stream on YouTube, May fifteenth. I know, oh, I know yeah. a lot of people. A lot of people viewed what? in for the uh, Ross versus Chris. What does CAS know? <clears throat> Which rigged. I think was a, it was rigged. A, a, whop, <laughs> a whopping success. I got. I was very successful in showing how much you guys don't know. Exactly. Which is great. 
And uh, so we're and uh, we're gonna have a little a different twist on it going forward. You know, we allow the uh, the viewers maybe to make it answerable. Maybe make <laughs> yeah. questions you know, that someone understands. Or I've already answer, started. Right? I've already started making questions, and I took your suggestion. They're gonna be rude. <laughs> I dumbed down the questions Thank and uh, and Thank less you. multiple choice options. So um, the new twist is if people watched, people the viewers participated. They had some skin in the game. They could predict who would win and how many questions you would get correct. And so. So what we're going to cool. do going forward is the winner will be the challenger in the next show. So um, on the next show, it is Chris who is going up against uh, uh, Kevin O'Keefe, who, who is known as Mr. O'Keefe in my household. Uh-huh. He uh, he will be the challenger trying to dethrone Chris. So that is going to be May 15th. And if you're interested, we'll have a prize. And a couple of days before, we'll put a Facebook post up where you can pick who you think is going to win, Chris or Mr. O'Keefe, and how many questions they're going to get right. You, sh- you should rig it so Chris loses. Why? Oh, way ahead of you. Way ahead of you on that. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> but it's going to be right, a lot like, of fun. <laughs> I can just see, like, give Mr. O'Keefe, like, such softballs and Chris, like, yeah. Yeah, the most impossible questions <laughs> of all time. That's great. And uh, that's it. That's a social media update. Cool. Okay, so we are going to be um, segueing into our guest spotlight section, our set part of the show. And uh, this is a little bit of a behind-the-scenes action. So we are going to have a guest that maybe is uh, often revered. You see his work, but you don't see his face. And so stay tuned uh, for the next section of uh, Guest Spotlight. Hold on. Before we transition to Uh-oh. that, I want to give, give a little preface about Lee, right? Because Lee <coughs> was... Very first hire, well, actually, maybe second or third hire, right? Of someone other than you know the owners of CES, brought him on soon after I joined in like August of 2017, just to give you the perspective, right? At the time, it was basically Ken, and I think we had one person making acrylic, right? It was a totally different company than it is today, where we got you know many employees. Um, and you know, Lee came in, brought in a lot of knowledge from AFA. Um, and again, I haven't I haven't heard of the spotlight yet. Maybe you get into this a little bit, but you know, we would not be where we are today, but for Lee and you know everything that he brought to the company and everything that he does for the company. Um, you know, during that time, I've I've become very close personal friends with him. I would you know put him up there with you know almost he feels like family to me in some sense. Um, and so a lot of the success that we've had Ross is, is never as mean to him as he is to me. Just like it's that. true. That gives you some it's, idea of how close they are. It's it is true. It is true. Um, Lee, <laughs> but I'll, I'll 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 move on from that one. I'll move on from that one. But um, you know, just again, I can't say enough of you know what he's done for our company and and how valuable he is to us. So um, you know, he doesn't, as Chris said, rightly said. You know, people see his work and see kind of what he's done, but don't really see him. And he's not out there like we are, and he doesn't get the credit for it. So he should absolutely get credit. Yeah, he was great. Yeah, so folks don't know this was a this is pre recorded. I happened to be in Florida for a family vacation, twenty minutes from CAS, and just took advantage of being able to go to the facility and sat down with Lee Roper. You know, our master grader and uh, fabricator, and it's it's a great interview. A lot of uh, behind the scenes info and his history, so I enjoyed doing it. And uh, you're going to hear the interviewee talk more than the interviewer for once. So nice, well, because exactly. Chris, because Chris wasn't interviewing exactly, right? exactly, yeah. 
Uh, that was you just lobbed that one up. I was I was ready ready to hit it. Ready. Stay tuned next for guest spotlight with Lee Roper. Oh, before Bye. we do that, can I see Chris the Warrior Princess one oh, more time? Please? Anytime, anytime. Oh, so confusing. You can't unsee it, folks. Just warning you. you I love it. it, and I I love it, and I hate it so much. <laughs> I just hate it. I just hate it. Anyways, guest spotlight. All right, folks, welcome to uh, Guest Spotlight. Um, this is going to be a special Guest Spotlight uh, for a couple of reasons. First of all, this is probably the first time you're going to actually have uh, the guest, the interviewee, talking more than Chris Whitlock. All right, that's number one. <laughs> uh, number two is we have a very special guest. Uh, and I say that, it's funny to say that because we are at CAS headquarters and this is basically your domain. I'm here with Lee Roper. Uh, Lee, uh, welcome to Passion for Collecting. It's uh, overdue. We needed to have you on a long time ago, <laughs> but uh, I'm glad I actually got to sit down with you and talk to you yeah. uh, and not do it via Skype or uh, StreamYard. So how are you today? Yeah, doing good. Doing good. Uh, awesome. So Lee, I referred to Lee and we, we talk uh, about him. We call him uh, the acrylic master of the universe because uh, <laughs> when folks send their stuff down to CAS, uh, this is the man that fabricates your stuff and makes it look beautiful. So um, again, it's a pleasure, and uh, I've got some questions here for you. All right, all right. Let's so you them. you've been doing this for a long time, right? Yeah, I've been at this, uh, rolling into my fifteenth year. So fifteen years of the grading business, fabrication. Yeah, long time. Ten years at the competitor. I've been here now five years, and uh, I think I've seen it all. Yeah, I'm sure you have in 15 years, and we're very lucky to have you. Yeah, thank you. Um, so did you start off as a toy collector, or are you just uh, an artist with gifted hands? What's, uh, uh, I, it, it evolved from that. I, I collected die-cast cars. I was a big Matchbox collector when I was a kid. And, uh, you know, I just sort of fell into this uh, and, and had to develop my eye for detail and going through a lot of the grading process to learn how to grade. Um, but then it was uh, somewhere along the way I, I ended up helping fabricate mm -hmm. and uh, that was about the time we that uh, loose figures came along that that grading and casing so that was a huge learning curve I uh, got fairly proficient at it uh, came here and have really excelled at it uh, been able to use a lot of my uh, my art background on layout and uh, making things symmetrical uh, so yeah, it's becoming an art form to me now. And again, just so everybody knows, it is not about the grade on the figure. It's about the way it displays. And I don't like to see them again with parts broken. So I try to design things where they will last the test of time. And uh, it's a very pleasing feeling knowing that there's a lot of items out there that I have directly had my hands on that are around the globe. Uh, it's, it's just, it's very self-satisfying. Yeah, I'm sure it is. If you really stop and think about it, we get thousands of submissions here, right? We do. Uh, from not only around the country, but around the world. We do. And so there are, you know, Lee, Lee Roper pieces in people's uh, collections. And it's, you know, it's like our trophy room. It's our it display room. And so right. your stuff is up and display like works of art. I mean, they are works of art. I usually, so. I tell people if they want to see my resume, just check the internet. Right. Look at eBay. Look at uh you know, some of our, our vendors' stores, you're going to see things that I've had my hands on all over the place. We, uh, I, I submitted a piece here uh, about a year ago, 
and it's uh, not of anything of anything of, of any significant value, but it's basically 12 Star Wars Resistance loose figures. And I watched that show uh, with my kids, uh, so it was dear to us. But the figures are beautiful. The colors, they're very vivid. Yeah. Uh, they kind of remind me of uh, anime, but also the colors are similar to like the Cantina uh, aliens. Right. And so I, um, I bought 12, all 12 and uh, we opened them. And, um, and you did this awesome display. It's basically well, like six it. and six. There's two droids, all the main characters, and it's beautiful. And it's up in, in our basement. And it's like, I don't, I don't hang paintings per se. I, I uh, hang Lee Roper originals. <laughs> it so. must have started a trend because we do a lot of pieces like that. People that want to have a set of figures or a run of uh, all the Mandalorian figures produced or all, right. all the Boba Fetts in one case. Uh, and I've brought a little piece in here I've been working that we just completed. I really like doing those kind of things. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they seem to be, they present really well and it, they're just fun projects. And you, and like you say, your experience with symmetry and doing this for so long. I remember I, I laid out the figures on a piece of paper and took a picture, sent it to you. And I was like, this is what I think, but right. you do what you think and you change things around and it looks a thousand times better. I get that a lot. I mean, yeah. of course we try to honor what people's requests are when we do these items. Um, I, I've kind of got a lot of liberty and freedom to sort of manipulate them around to where I feel they'll look better. And, uh, you know, after you've done hundreds of them, I, I look at them a lot differently than the customer does. Um, some things are just really hard to secure. Uh, you know, anybody that does collects G.I. Joe's knows how many funky, strange, small accessories they come mm -hmm. with. Uh, and sometimes so, so many of them. Too, yeah, so, so you know, or you'll end up with an extra piece, and I've got to figure out a spot to put this in the case so it displays correctly. And I, I've just set a f sort of format in my head when I look at all these things, and I do try to take into account, but we do get a lot of requests for particular layouts on things. Also, we're trying to set an industry standard. Mm -hmm. uh, we want it to look like our product. Um, notwithstanding that we can do them any certain way someone wants, but we try to keep them in a certain pattern. I think a big one for me was moving the figures from one side of the case, right or left, into the center. Okay. That was epiphany moment for me. You did that recently with the, with He-Man. Yeah. I remember the, yep. the accessories are just all on to one side of him, and I right. recently got mine done, and it's so much better. So, yep. as you said, symmetry. I, it just, it's symmetry, and it showcases the figure off. Um, I, it just dawned on me one day as to why are the figures in the middle of the middle of the box? We, I'm sure people would prefer to see the figure instead. Made it a lot easier to fan the pieces out around it, and it sort of set a format for us to differentiate us from our competitors. Mm. So for me, that was a big move. And that's one thing too that um, that differentiates us is. The competitors don't do loose displays for anything other than Star Wars, I believe, right? Sadly. Or, or just some limited uh, lines. Right. I think just, just Star Wars. And we're seeing that there are people are collecting, especially in the last couple of years, really picking up in all the genres. A lot more they TMNT are. we're seeing, Masters of the Universe. I'm seeing... Chris, it's not all about Star Wars, all right? <laughs> I'm seeing the Turtles now beginning to outpace Star Wars, mm -hmm. uh, especially vintage Star Wars. A lot of modern Star Wars pieces come in, but... Why, why do you think that? I think a lot of these guys are getting older, and they're they've got some money in the bank now, yeah, and exactly. they, you know they're they're coming back around to to the hobby. Not to mention they probably opened all those packages back in the day, hence why we get so many loose 
turtles to do now, but um, I've definitely seen them uh, becoming first and foremost like the mass of items that we receive. Mm -hmm. It's just a big, big new, and that's fine with me. Uh, I, I embrace the change. I've seen every all the Thundercats. I've seen all the Motu figures. Mm -hmm. I've seen all the vintage stuff. Um, sometimes it's nice to see different lines, but uh, they're all they all have their variety set right? of problems. Yep. What what is the most impressive piece you think you've worked on in your 15 years? So what is like the? There's many. Um, when I came here, I attended a show um, up in Orlando, I think, and. Was a guy there that wanted to submit a transformer, loose set of transformer, a uh, Superion. Okay. And uh, I had cased that eight nine years ago, and so I had an opportunity to recase it. Oh, okay. So and you did it again. It blew me away when I recased it. Um, given the way that I did it here, it it was just that was my favorite piece that I got to do so far because it was an opportunity to do it differently and to kind of put my mark on it and my identity. And so I'm most proud probably of whoever owns the loose Superion out there in the world, the Superion gift set. Huh. Um, that's one of my very favorites. That's great. See, yeah. it's like you asked the artist what his favorite piece was. If you have it there, Yep. that's impressive. We'll try to find a picture of that. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll lay it in yeah, the yeah. video here. Um, okay, how about this? What was the oddest thing that, uh, uh, something that you thought uh, someone would never think of grading and casing but you know they submitted it immediately comes to mind 12 years ago probably the first time someone submitted underoos underoos <laughs> star wars underwear for children and we graded it and i was shocked so i'd always say that's I, I probably they the were strength. in the package right they were they were in the package yeah okay. they were sealed in the package okay. of course but i think that was one of the strangest things I've ever I've ever seen cased. You know, of course, we do electric toothbrushes. We do all matter of weird things that come our way. So nothing really surprises me anymore. But the underwear, particularly, was a head scratcher yeah, for me. No. I was something. Uh, I mean, I haven't been with you guys for a long, that very long couple of years. But we were at a show two years ago where someone submitted iPhones. Mint and sealed box yep. iPhones. And I thought that was pretty. Yeah. At first, I thought it was odd. I'm like, why is someone submitting this? But think about it. In this day and age, kids aren't playing with toys as much as they used to. Right. You know, I have two little boys, and they kind of play with toys, but not really action figures. Their new toys are electronics. That's yeah. what they're on every day. Right. So that will be the collectible of the future. Certainly most will. Likely. So I think it was actually smart of that guy to uh, to submit them. It's why you've seen such an uh, an influx of video games coming in, uh, mm -hmm. video game consoles. The iPhones. Uh, that the person that submitted that iPhone didn't just submit one or two. It was like five iPhones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he all had, still sealed. He had uh, and he had like variant space. I remember yeah. he had like a Mexican version yeah. of uh, of an iPhone. He did. So, that was pretty cool. Yeah, so smart idea. What's your favorite toy line? And I guess I, uh, what, I, I should I should I should frame the question this way. What, which is your favorite toy line to grade loose? Because that's when you really see the beauty of the figure and the accessories as opposed to a carded figure where you're kind of distracted by the card. What, what, what I, do you like doing? I mean, I'd have to fall back to the original Star Wars figures. Um, being that I've seen tens of thousands of them, uh, and, and they're kind of become close to my heart because, you know, you had to figure out how to case those loose, and uh, you become very adept at being able to look at them and see flaws quickly. Uh, 
I think that the repetitive nature of looking at all those loose fits, especially the Star Wars, would probably be my go-to figure. Um, I know them all intimately and uniquely, and and every flaw that is on, you know, attributed to each of those figures. Now you're so. going to make Chris Whitlock happy with that answer. Yeah, I yeah. definitely would probably <laughs> fall back to the to the Star Wars figures. I've seen more of those than anything else particularly Boba Fett and maybe Blue Snaggletooth. Huh. Oh, yeah. So yeah. for me, most of the things that everybody considers super-duper rare, I've seen so many that after you know a couple of hundred Blue Snaggletooth, I get excited seeing a pink tusk walrus man. Yeah. You know, it's just, <laughs> wow, this one's in good shape. So it's just, uh, I, I would definitely default answer would be Star Wars figures. Do you see trends in uh, submissions like... Uh, when the book of Boba Fett comes out, do you see all of a sudden, you know, this influx of Boba Fett figures? Do should we expect a bunch of Obi Wan Kenobi's coming in soon with that with that show coming out? Very, very much so. Uh, especially along the lines of the Mandalorian programs that have come out, we get a lot of whenever they release a new carbonite uh, or carbonized piece or some of these newer boxed items, we tend to see a, a big influx of them. And then it sort of tapers off a little bit, but uh, those are really popular right now. Any of any of the Mandalorian stuff, whatever, I, I think people really appreciate the, the vintage nature of the cards and mm -hmm. a lot of the items. They're very thoughtfully uh, done and clean, look really good cased. So yeah, I'd, I'd definitely say that, you know, especially with the Mandalorian stuff's really popular right now. All right, so you can get flooded with Ben Kenobi soon. We do. That means. We do. We do. <laughs> so um, I asked Lee if he could pull a couple pieces that he's uh, working on now, some cool uh, displays, a little show and tell. Well, I brought one, um, and it's been recently completed a few days ago. This item's cool because I cased it at first, I didn't even think about it. And it wasn't complete. It was missing one of the figures to complete the set. So, guy sends it back to us. I cased it again, and now we have the completed uh, Dukes of Hazard set, which now has the Cletus figure huh. that it was missing previously. So this is a big, nice one that I really enjoyed doing. Um, came out super clean. Again, layouts everything to me. I even wanted to make sure that I put the the bow and Luke in the right order in the center of the case. Right, they now were Luke and bow. Stars yeah. of the show. Boss Hog. Look at that. <coughs> so, uh, so there were eight figures in this line. Uh, yes. Yeah. Nineteen eighty-one. Yep. A few few vehicles that came with them by Miko. Miko. Yep. Miko. It was beautiful. Yeah, it came out really nice. It was nice to do it again to make it complete. Uh, and I, I appreciate the customer that sent that back to us and added that figure to it. But uh, I love doing these sets like yeah. this. But this is so much better than, you know, if you had a run, having them on the shelf, people knock them over, your right. kids can play with them, you know, you'll lose accessories. This is great. This is a work of art. You just yeah. put it on your shelf and admire it. Yeah, it's just know? nice and clean. You've got the whole set of them together. You're not looking through somewhere to find the hat that's missing. Everything's there, it's complete, uh, and I really like doing sets like that, especially the vintage thing. I've done that with Tron figures. I've done that with uh, some Welcome Back Hotter figures, mm -hmm. Love Boat figures, but this one stood out a lot. It's just a, a nice, fun line. You know what's interesting is uh, all the figures, ju just Bo and Luke have different articulations on their arms. They're the only ones that have elbow <laughs> articulations, and it looks like their, their shoulders rotate. Yeah, they do. While everyone else is just hinges. So I would guess that is because they were to be placed in the 
generally yeah, the they, vehicle. They need to be able and to hop other, into and, the, uh, into right. the window. So. And the other figures, not so much. So yeah, that was a recent one that we did. And uh, again, I love doing those things. They come out really cool. Beautiful. Was there something else in there? Oh no, that's just the, the card. I yeah. brought the one because that's the most recent. Awesome. Well, Lee, I like we kind of I wanted to end with this, but we kind of touched on it. Uh, well, first I want to personally thank you for what you do. I mean, you really um, you're, you're a huge asset to CAS. Thank you. Number one and number two, you touch so many lives and so many collections. So, and as we said, your stuff is in people's houses around the world and uh, being displayed proudly. So it's a pleasure. Glad we finally got you on Passion for Collecting. And <laughs> right. Chris, Chris has always had the idea that we should have you on more often and maybe do something like the CAS item of the month. Just a short segment to, to add in monthly where you pick an item like this Dukes of Hazard display and uh, just show, show us what you're working on. Show us the sure. up and coming art. Sure, why not? Now it's out of the bag. I can't hide anymore. Right. <laughs> I'm a D-list celebrity. Right. Uh, so yeah, it's cool to get out there. Uh, so many people know me from all these years and uh, it's nice to, to you know speak to all of you and I'm so grateful for every item you send my way. Uh, it's it's such a great feeling inside knowing all these things are out there in the world and I had a hand in them. Um, I've seen people at shows years later that have been still so happy about pieces that I put together for them. It's just been a real honor and I'm very grateful to be in the rarity of the position that I have. Awesome. So thank you. Well, of course. It. Thank you for coming out. We'll do this again. You got it, man. Thank all you. All right. See you folks. Bye. All right. That was an amazing interview with Lee. Uh, definitely a very, very big personality and somebody that I enjoy getting to talk to uh, down in, in Florida. It looked like you had a great time doing that as well. It's so. great. It's fun. It's, it was fun because we always have people on, on StreamYard here, right? And uh, it was fun to sit on a couch next to the you know the person you're interviewing. It was just uh, felt more personal. One-on-one. Kind of like a, yeah, it was awesome. Ferns. <laughs> and he's such a great guy. Such And he's, he's a natural, right? He's a natural in the interview. And again, for the people that come there, it's it's a shame that we don't have him come to more shows because he really is very personable. Um, So certainly someone I'd want to be the face of our company more than like a Chris Whitlock or or, something like that. So (laughs) have I quit yet today? I think I have. So, all right. So anyways, this brings us to uh, Investor's Corner and holy crap, guys, uh, something has changed in the market. (laughs) There's been a great disturbance in the forest because... Yowza, prices are insane. Um, I, you know, people are talking about you know the investors that maybe uh, that entered the uh, sports card market are now um, branching out into uh, toys because some of these prices are, as Ross would say, bananas. And uh, we're, we're, mm-hmm. we're whole gonna, bunch of bananas. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna get to it, but holy cow, um, it it is something. So, uh, so this, start, this is the top 10 from March, right? Well, top so 10 sales. You know, or so basically just, it's first quarter. We didn't really. Okay. Do, oh, so, okay. Awesome. So I, I didn't limit myself because, but cause there were some incredibly high sales and, I, and stuff that I think we really sort of needed to, to, to talk about, including like number 10, which I, I consider to be kind of a common item. Um, just that just kind of shows you where the market is right now. So, yeah. Uh, Leading in with number 10. Number 10 is uh, Kenner Star Wars 65C Boba Fett. Uh, it's the alternative photo. It's unpunched, not even graded. Sold as a buy it now for $9,999. Now, I will tell you, folks, this is 2022. At the end of 2019, 
I traded one off, not quite in, in as nice a shape, not graded, for seven hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. <laughs> See, I mean, are we, sh- are we? You're sure that that's a confirmed sale? Here's the thing, Ross. Is that like you know? So for some of these, it's, it's hard to know. But like, I, I would go back and look and to see if they relisted it somewhere, right? Yeah. And 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 the thing is, is so I say, well, what about this makes this one more than you know some of the other ones that sell for three or four thousand? And and there's two things that that really kind of stand out about this one in particular. Number one, it's a 65C, which is a debut card for this picture, right? And number two, it's well, it's it's Taiwan, um, and it's unpunched. So two yeah, but Taiwan it's yellow. It's yellow as hell too. I look. Yeah. I think if it was a clear, if it was a clear bubble, and all that, I could see. You know, I've seen some sales in like the Facebook groups and such at like you know five, six, seven thousand, which is bananas. Uh, there's that word again. Yeah. But look, uh, eBay things happen too. I'm not. I'm not saying that this wasn't a confirmed sale. I'm just saying it's a little strange. No, but so eBay, similar to Hakes, is that they, they get a little bit more of a of a bigger audience too. Like so, I have a, one that's coming up that like again, you know, I have a few that are like not head scratchers, but you know th- th- these prices are so much higher than they were not too long ago. But with Boba Fett, like I need I need to add one of these to my collection and i saw one honest to god the it, desert it, scene one yeah yeah because i traded one i traded one in order to get my 21 back which was a good deal but um i saw one on on the facebook group and the guy wanted 2500 dollars for it and it was ripped yeah it was ripped and yeah. he got it he, he he marked it as sold and it's like yeah wow so to me, to me, it's uh, it's really it's really unsustainable in some sense. I mean, but it, it, we'll see it probably be sustained. You know, I've, I've kind of posted out there that I'm rebuilding my original like '96. Um, well, and actually, I think I'm only going to do the '81, right? Not the last 17. fifteen or yeah. really last fifteen. Yeah. But it's it's crazy. But I refuse to pay the prices. It, it makes it kind of a challenge. That to me is off the chain. If that's a real real sale, off the chain. Yeah. Because it's a pretty common figure. You can find it pretty easily. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's. I mean, I've probably owned 10 of them in my lifetime. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the, the really the most common Boba Fett. And, it, and the reason why I don't have one is because I got rid of one. I got rid of my last one with the, under the, 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 the knowing that, oh, I'll just get another one. <laughs> but it's honestly, again, it's funny. I feel like the people that were talking in 2014, 2015, when prices really started to go up, they're like, well, these crazy new collectors coming in and doing it. Now I'm like the old man that's like, oh, these right. crazy new collectors are paying <laughs> these prices. Yeah, um, it's but, it, but it's true when people continue to pay these prices, you know, you're a fool if you have one of these and you don't ask for 9999 when it's your turn to right. sell. Right. Yeah, I, 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 the way prices have gone, you see my, my collection behind me. I'm thinking, gosh, I mean, it, it's almost doubled in value in the last two years. Do, and do, do you think that the uh, that the Boba Fett show and the hype behind him has something to do with it? No doubt. Yeah, Except no doubt. Sucks, but the <laughs> tell us how you really feel, Chris. Yeah, yeah. The um, you know, the I mean, the 21 back has gotten. I was I was trying to negotiate with someone recently because I need to add that to my collection. A, uh, a graded seventy five plus. He wanted twelve grand for it. And to, like I, I actually, I sold my eighty. I sold my eighty three years ago for four grand. Yeah, it's 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 three bananas. years ago four grand. Yeah, it's bananas. He wanted twelve grand, and I was like, brother, I can't, I can't pay it. I'd rather not have it than pay that. 
I'll just have a hole in my collection in perpetuity. I cannot. $12,000 is so much money, right? Well, okay. Like, let's. So let's just say, I mean, I don't know if you're willing to disclose, but you recently bought something in that range, right? Yeah. Way yeah. cooler, in my opinion. Yeah, it is cool. It is cool. It's a um, double telescoping Luke on card. Um, it was graded a, I think a CAS preserved 85. And the reason being there was some ink touch-ups on the top right corner of the card. So, you know, AFA wouldn't grade it. CAS wouldn't grade it as a carded figure, but someone wanted to get it authenticated as a DT on card. Um, and so through the preserved grade, we just grade and authenticate the loose figure inside the bubble, ignore the bubble, ignore the card. So that allowed it to get that grade. I paid, including the buyer's premium, it was just about eight grand. Whereas a CES 80 <clears throat> graded full mint on card just went in deal or no deal, I think for 30 grand. So, dude, like, again, you, you got to step back. And again, yeah. I, I, we own a grading company, right? We're talking about grading. But like how ridiculous that is that like a little bit of ink touch up on the top right corner of the figure allowed me to save $22,000 on ostensibly the exact same figure. Yeah, that is a great deal. Yeah, I thought it was a good same. deal. Yeah, and, and, and honestly, I mean, I would rather like as far as like cool factor, a DT Luke is way more cool, in my opinion, than... I, I love my the twenty one back fat, but the thing is, is that everybody has one, you know. Yeah. So it's you know. So D, D, a card of DT Luke, you there's probably five or six that pop up a year to uh, yeah. in sales, right? So it's scarce, but it's not. I wouldn't class it in like the uber rare category. It's scarce. It's definitely right. a scarce figure. I can't believe how how uh, how prices even skyrocketed on that the Carter DT Luke. I mean, I I, I remember you know five six years ago was it a ten grand right twelve, 10 grand, grand, 12 range. grand exactly and it's like yep. triple the price yeah unreal yeah but but again that to me that that makes sense because it's hard to find good luck you know getting it the three four five times it shows up a year right. you could throw you could throw a stone and hit you know the 150 65 back boba fett desert scenes yeah to me again you know i'm not afraid to kind of express my opinion that's stupid whoever what? paid that is really? stupid it needs their head examined <laughs> sorry <laughs> Anyhow, moving on. Unless unless it's one of our wonderful customers that did that. In which case, since it's ungraded, please send it to us. <laughs> and, and, and and yeah, so if you're if you, if you own stock in CAS and it goes down after this podcast comes out, <laughs> you know who to blame. Lost bar. Moving on, we have a tie for number eight. Um, so the, the first one of the, the first number eight is a Mattel WWE Ultimate Warrior Legend Series full USA outlet. Uh, outfit, sorry, um, one of five, and this was a personally commissioned by Ultimate Warrior himself. This is not graded. It's cool. And, uh, it, they uh, they were asking eighteen thousand for it, and it sold for a best offer of ten thousand. And see, like this is interesting. So this actually, I think one of these, I think it was at ZoloCon a year or two be before, someone submitted a loose one of these to us to grade, and I was, I was a little a little hesitant about it because. You know, it was loose, not in package. They're so rare. And I think it's just essentially a repaint of the original figure. Right. I was just concerned that it could be a reproduction that someone just painted it. But I can't remember how that how that one turned out. That would be better if I had looked at this before and gotten that. But Yeah, if um, only we gave you like a three days in advance. Exactly, oh, exactly. That's right. <laughs> That's right. No, you know what? But so, but to that point, like I know I had a guy submit a, um, a die cast um, – muscle the from the the, the muscle line um it was a a prototype truck and uh ken was able to you know we have people that that 
are from you know, engineers and designers and long-term collectors that, that we can, you know, compare against known samples. Yeah. And he was able to, to authenticate, you know, this, this vehicle. And, and I'm sure that whether we authenticate it or not, you know, the nice thing about submitting stuff through us is that we have, you know, a vast network of people that are in the know when yeah. it comes to something like this. So, yeah. And, and, and just a really cool piece. I mean, the fact that like, you know, probably ultimate warrior owned this at one point, <laughs> you know, I think, I think again, like that, to me, that makes sense. If you want to pay up for something, for something that's truly special, I think that's good. The desert scene fact, get out of here. But the, the, the ultimate warrior, one of five, like that, right? That's yeah. right. Where else are you going to get one? Right. It's really cool. Um, man, I just, that's one of the things, one of the areas I'd love to get into a little bit more the wrestling stuff. I just, I love it. I, I get one of these days. I'll show you guys. I got a little like Ric Flair and a macho man kind of <laughs> like sub focus going on. Yes. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's, we can always do that as a, as a, a focus. It, it's nice. It's a lot more affordable. I, I've been getting it. I, I want to get my, I want to get black series stuff signed at uh celebration and ICC. Mm-hmm. And it's a, to me, it's so much fun to be able to buy star Wars stuff for like $12 or $25. <laughs> honestly that's a it's a great point and i i think that's where i go sometimes when the market is as it is it's it's not fun to me to pay you know what i could pay for like a car for right. a common common figure that you can just wait to get a deal on somewhere else right it's not fun to me so do you transition to other things that are fun yeah yeah i've been having a blast with the black series and i can't wait to get them signed. It's awesome. i can't wait to have a wall of of star wars figures autographed on black series so it's it's, it's a fun little sub-focus for me, and I just it, – it, it's cool to be able to add to the collection without having to break the bank. So, mm-hmm. you know, n- nice to step away from the high rollers a little bit Yep. <laughs> and enjoy it. So, all right, so the other uh, the other number eight is another Boba Fett. And, guys, there's going to be a lot of Boba Fetts in this uh, this top ten, I'm sorry to say. Um, this one is a Lily Letty um, Boba Fett loose figure with removable rocket. Not the rocket firing one, but this is the Mexican version where the rocket just was never um, welded, sonic welded in. Um, it was graded near mint, 80, near mint plus 85, which is an impossible grade for a Lily Letty. Um, it was uh, up for sale for best offer for 15500 and again sold for $10,000 for a loose Boba Fett. Honestly, wow. if, you, if you can't you know the um the uh j slot fat that was like a a graded 50 just went to the hakes auction for two hundred fifty thousand dollars, which is bananas <laughs> right but yeah. if you, so if you can't afford that and few people can it's a nice kind of replacement to have a similar type effect yeah. um you know it looks and, and i'll give afa credit their casing looks really nice on that figure too um Sorry, was that? Am I not supposed to say nice things about our competition? No, no, be nice, no. be nice. Yeah, right? exactly. I could be nice, Chris. I could be yeah, nice. It's it's crazy. On occasion, you can not. Often, we love it, and not with me, but yeah. Right. No, never so, with you. Yeah. But AFA, hell of a job on that one. Looks really, really nice. So I think I see the value in that. I see the value in that. Yeah, that's just a lot. Again, what kind of car can you get for ten grand? I mean, you know. So yeah, yeah. So number seven is a uh, another repeat offender, but a really cool one. It's uh, Hasbro GI Joe twenty back Cobra Commander. It's unpinched, unpinched, unpunched, <laughs> and, and unpinched. Yeah, no, un- and unpinched uh, with a swivel arm. Um, it's graded again um, near mint plus eighty five, and it sold as a buy it now for twelve thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. 
Wow. So just a oh little boy. background. Uh, I went back and looked. So about a year ago, a year ago, uh, on our April podcast, 2021, we had the same figure. It was a near mint plus 85. Um, it was the explosion back and it sold for $6,100. So about you know, under half the price. Wow. Um, I think that's a tougher <clears> one to get to the and, explosion. back. Yeah, you, you mentioned yeah. in that show that it was, yeah. it was rarer. Um, this same figure, uh, not the explosion back right now on eBay is uh, a buy it now for just over $3,300. So it's, I, I don't think it would get straight 85s. Um, it's actually for sale by one of our favorite eBay dealers, uh, Mr. Wheeljack. Ah. Ah, does he, he sell buys, toys? He, he, no, he, he buys toys. He buys. Well, he sells. He does. Yeah. He does. Uh, Mr. Wheeljack, I'm gonna go uh, buy this. I'm gonna go buy that Cobra Commander <laughs> while we're talking. He said that the uh, the the card is flat but creased, and there's a ding on the bubble. So not gonna Ooh. get eighty fives, but still, uh, you know, that's a that's you know that that's an example where the grade uh, makes a big difference uh, and a big jump in price. I'm gonna, I'm gonna find it, Mr. Wheeljack. Buy it. Should I buy it? Wait, hold on. Should you buy it right now while we're actually on? Is this wheel? No, I don't see Wheeljack in the thing. So if there you we go. Oh, up, Wheeljack's lab. We buy toys. Yep. Three thousand three eight one five, and sixty five cents. Yeah, it's looking pretty good. Make an offer. Put I blew. Two. I blew it up. It's it's a little. It's a little ding on the bubble. It's flat card, and it's Mr. Wheeljack. So you should. I'd love to you support make this decision while you're like, <laughs> while, while we're because what if you miss something? You know what I'm saying? Like, it looks pretty good. Impulse He's got buy. only one. Oh, there's another picture. Yeah, that ding on the bubble. That's pretty unfortunate. All right. Carry on. <laughs> carry on. All right. Sorry, Mr. Wheeljack. Yeah, Wheeljack, not today, pal. So um, moving on to um, number six is we have um, Kenner, Star Wars, Power of the Force, Anakin Skywalker, Unpunched, graded VG-50. And I even I broke it down. Card forty, bubble fifty, figure eighty five. It sold for it sold in, in British pounds for nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine pounds, which breaks down to thirteen thousand one hundred and thirty dollars. Whoa! And, and and the the card and bubble got such low grades because there's staple holes all over it. Eee. Yeah. I'll tell you. I think that I owned one of these in my life and when i got it it was it was probably one of the better feelings i had because it's a it's a really tough figure to get right this i can i can understand a little bit more if you want to kind of fill a hole you want to get the whole power of the force collection i think is this the is this the most difficult one to get or the whole line how about no, yak so, face no yeah. no yak face, yak is, face is more common yeah more common. i think the nick though is the hardest and and the bubble like so you always get bubble cracks on Anakin but you know, Nikto you know not only do you get bubble cracks because he's um because he's you know the the bubble the horns. Yellow, but he has the horns yeah yeah so it cracks top and bottom right so the, and the Anakin sits in a in a tray if yeah. I recall yeah so it shouldn't, shouldn't really move um but for some reason there's a decent amount of those that are cracked because the, probably because of the yellow bubble and because think. he's so he's a heavy figure yeah so there, there's a lot going on with Anakin and and for those for people who don't know um. You know, the, the Power of the Force line was released in 1985 in the United States and, um, you know, and circulated pretty widely. But Anakin was um, was a mail away figure from the 79 backs. And then there was uh, stickers on the 77 backs, right, that um, you can mail away from. So Kenner didn't get him out with the original the original burst of this line. Right. So by the time they, they had him packaged up and ready to go, 
uh, Kenner or Lucasfilm had decided that, to to put the kibosh on Star Wars in general, and and Kenner was sort of left high and dry. They they wanted to extend the line and they, and they weren't able to. So what they ended up doing is they, they took a lot of this these overstock stuff and they ended up dumping them in Australia and like um your uh like uh, Singapore and 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 places like that Malaysia. So these were never really sold in the United States. In fact, I don't know if there's ever any known sales like on with a um with a U.S. price sticker on it. So rare card to begin with, um, and then you know obviously Anakin Skywalker is a really really big part in in the entire Star Wars story. So. But incredibly lame figure though. Yeah. wasn't wasn't very fun to play with. Yeah. Doesn't have an accessory, right? He's a just he's a just ghost. Uh, this is he's just this old guy. Yeah, and and, and and now for people that watch the the Star Wars trilogy now, you know that's Sebastian Shaw's image. Yeah, so you don't see that image of Anakin anymore either. It, so. It's pretty crazy. No one did a custom of like, you know, replacing uh, what's his name's face on that uh, head on that like um, yeah right Hayden Christensen on there like like Chris the Warrior Princess type uh, type style. Gross. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there it is. Gross. I just, I just have the, I just have the cursor or whatever, the arrow on it, ready to go. It's ready to go anytime uh, you want. It's there. It's, it's so revolting. <laughs> <laughs> well, number five is something really, really awesome to talk about. So uh, why don't we like switch over to that and you know? So this is one. Like th- this is this is a very, very interesting one. So number five is Kenner Star Wars lot of forty-seven Minton card figures, right? So I, I made a couple of notes on this. So the title, the eBay title on this just says Star Wars Vintage Collection. That's it, mm. right? The description of these uh, of the, this lot was written in Spanish. The seller had one feedback. But these are all, it's all pictures. Like it looks like it's somebody's collection, right? So this sold for $13,400 and 34 bids. So it was open an open auction. It's the only open auction item that we actually have um on, on this this um investors corner so just a little bit of highlights right so there was a boba fett an offerless boba fett so it's either a 31 32 40 or 41 or i can't see if it's a 48 or not but um but you know offerless boba fett which is the the, the king of this one there's two 48 ac 3po's which are tough you know there's an ig88 leia hoth yoda two luke jedis a vader and then you know, then other you know other figures that you know Chewbacca, Death Star Droid, you know. But what was the condition of these? So, they, they... so you couldn't really tell, but but they don't look beat up. Okay. They look kind of nice, right? Mm-hmm. So I did some math on this, right? So if you, if you took thirteen thousand four hundred and divided it by forty-seven figures, it comes down to two hundred eighty-five dollars a figure. But if you figure Boba Fett was worth five thousand dollars of that, which all day long, unless he's like opened. He's he's worth that right now. That gives you that puts you at one hundred and eighty two dollars a figure, and almost every figure there is worth at least that. Wow, yeah, that's a good deal. But it, but it was probably a scam. So <laughs> I said I don't know if it was a scam, but I just think it was probably some person that never really did much on eBay yeah. found something in a, in an attic or a estate sale or something, and you know because this was thirty four bids, so you know at least you had people that were probably doing some due diligence, messaging the person, getting some condition, better pictures. Yeah, you know, so the one, yeah, the one feedback though you you noted, but yeah, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Could be a yeah. relatively new eBay person. And we all start um, with one, right? <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. So, so yeah, um, that was a very interesting lot. 
You know, it's it's still honestly all this stuff. It still amazes me that people find stuff like this. There's been a few recent finds that you, people post in the the groups. You still see them a couple times a month. Yeah, you know oh, some big hauls. There was one recently. I don't know if you guys saw it. Did you see the guy that found not one? It started off as one, but he he, he talked to the guy, and and now he's revealed a second one. Two full cases of thirty two Bacchiotas. Ooh. I didn't see that. Twenty four each, so it's um. I think it's key we, we or something oh like yes, that. that's the one. Yes, yeah, and he's also found a bunch of like R two. Yeah. He found twelve backs and stuff too. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the find I was thinking about. Yeah, I think and, the guy's name is Keith. Okay, in but, in shippers like in shipper cases or so just, it was, just it collections. Was, it, it, this was he had he had actually the box for the Yodas. So it was twenty four Yodas came in a case, and so he actually had two boxes and then forty eight Yodas, all unpunched, no price stickers. Wow. All case fresh. I, I mean, yowza. He messaged me about that. Let's see. I wonder if he asked where we're going to be. Hold on. I'll tell you. I, that, that that was one that's exciting. Cause I've always told people. I, I said I suspect that Yoda came in, in cases on his own. Because when I found Yoda when I was a kid, it was uh, we were at a Kmart, and there was an entire like like a bin by the registers that was all Yodas. And that's how I, I got my Yoda, my first Yoda. So, so this is the message from Kiwi, right? Keith, the guy who found it. He, he said, uh, he asked me about you know how we kind of grade stuff, and he goes, "Thanks, Ross. I appreciate it. I have a few things I'd like to get graded, and li- I'd like to go with CES to support friends. I will be in touch." Yes, oh, warms, you know, honestly, warms my heart. No, but it's nice. To, so I think we get. One of the reasons why you know CAS is as successful as it is is that this guy knows that he can message you and he'll get a hold of you. Yeah. You know? Well, honestly, I legitimately think and, – and honestly, Keith's a nice guy, but he's not a close friend as, as other people that I consider close friends that I see kind of AFA hall just back from AFA, right? Like yeah. the fact that he would message me and say that does make me feel really good is a reason that oh, and I think we had success initially that there was a lot of people that wanted to support, you know, me Somebody and knew. the others at yeah. CES. Um. All right. So anyways, number four is a really cool one. And one that, you know, is valuable. We don't talk about very often. Number four is Uze Star Wars Blue Star. Uzai. Uzai is the, Uzai is the correct pronunciation right. i've always That's pronounced right. it wrong come so. on chris dr star wars uh, yeah i mean do you know anything about star wars at all i don't know i don't know turkish i'll you tell you that much. If, if people said so. you, you think of pink eye ooze eye Ugh. ooze okay. like it's something's oozing from your eye ooze so eye. it's a blue stars loose figure um rated near mint um plus 85 plus um sold so it was at a, um it was offered up for nineteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars and sold for fifteen thousand dollars now this is rare, especially in that condition, and especially with the gun. So this is a figure that that um, that will sometimes get qualified graded without the gun because the gun and the cape are so rare that you still may want them put it in, in, in a preserved state or at least in acrylic. That grading companies, um, including our competition, will put this one in a case not complete. So for this one to be complete. Mm-hmm. It's uh, something special, folks. <laughs> so. I mean, look, it's a it's a really cool figure. I think the way it looks, right? You talk about you you collect Star Wars for so long, you see all the same stuff. It's why people like obsessing over like short V power droids and things of that nature. Now, I have one of those. Yeah, you can only look at this stuff for so long. 
until it becomes kind of like rote and boring. Um, but you know, this is appealing. It's a different color for a figure that you're used to. It's really interesting. And if you um, follow the Uzi line, uh, Uzi line, I mean, there you go. The whole there thing you go. Really fascinating, right? I mean, yeah, they did an excellent. Yeah, that's what. That's why they become so you know kind of popular and have this cult following is because they were really high quality bootlegs. Right. Really high quality. Card. Really original their... card backs. Really yeah. crea- creative artwork right. on them. Right. Later's, you know. Yeah. Folks, look up like for example, there's a Chewbacca Uzai with um they have like a gourd in the background. And there is an Imperial Gunner one, which he's um looks like he's trying to like blow up uh Alderaan using a calculator. Right. His his like panel that he's doing is a is a Casio calculator. Someone submitted that, right? Yeah. Uh, there you go. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. The, there's a collector who submitted that exact calculator with the gunner figure and we mounted the calculator on like an acrylic pedestal and he's his hands were on it it was <laughs> it was really i mean again that's just so cool it's it's so why we cool. love cas right yeah <laughs> Some yeah of cool customs that we have done if you can imagine it we can create it exactly. right that's right that's right so, yeah so uzai stuff is definitely awesome um you know there's you know just just a lot of really cool Look, looking at the card backs, looking at the card art, it, it was essentially what they did is, is they, they bought Kenner figures, they made molds of them and recreated them as bootlegs um, in Turkey. And- so here's here's my approach to collecting and buying things that are a little more expensive at times. I, I don't ever view my collection as a means to make money, right? I never really did it that way. Although I kind of early on bought and sold and bought and sold to kind of build my collection and flip right. that way. But when I buy things... I don't buy it with an eye towards making money, but I don't ever buy something that I think I will lose money on. Right. Right. To me, this spending $15,000 on this figure, I can't see ever getting that money back. I really can't. Really? Maybe the person doesn't care, right? Oh, I don't know, man. Those are so hard to get. It's sort of like, you know, all puns intended. I got some blue chips. Do you think there's still right? room for that to go up? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know it's hard. It's so hard to predict, people right? People love their bootlegs. Yeah, people they do. They do. Um, you know, I own I own one Uzai figure. It's actually at CS right now. It's a nice complete Chewbacca. Really nice. nice condition. Yeah, I'm very awesome. Very uh anxious to get it back. Can't wait. Looks awesome. Yeah, it's cool. They, his bandolier is a little different. It's got like dots on it, right? Yeah, it's like two segments per per bandolier segment, right? Uh it's instead of a solid rectangle. It's pretty cool. Yeah. But otherwise looks looks very similar to yeah. the uh, as we're saying, they were very high quality bootlegs. And that's what's cool about the blue stars. It's so strikingly different than, than the than the Hoth storm, stormtrooper, um, snow trooper. So, right. so definitely, I don't know I, I consider it literally a, a blue chip thing. And then you know the thing is, it's blue chip, Ayo. Eh, <laughs> but but you know the thing is, prices are up all over the place. And we say, well, where does where does this end? I I think this is one you you know. But you know. I'm not. I'm not really known for my investing prowess. Well, but but again, I think you look at the age of the collectors, right? Like, I I just I don't know. I think the core collector is, you know, early 40s to like mid 50s, late 50s. How much longer can this buying continue? I, so, who knows? Who knows? But because so I've said this before, Star Wars is so multi multi generational now, right? So yeah. I, I, I tell people this. I, I use and I've used this on this podcast before. How many people are spending, you know, twenty, thirty thousand dollars on Ty Cobb cards that watch them play? Yeah, Not, none. 
You know, so I, you know, I think some of these these people that are, are getting into these markets. I, but I think it's different though. If you go to a sports card show, and I've done that a little bit recently, you see a lot of people in their twenties at these shows, right? Yeah. Go to a you go to the Xenia show or Columbus. It's a bunch of middle aged men. Oh, see, you didn't go. You know, middle aged to late or people dressed up like warrior princesses and things of that nature, right? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. I think I think we found our groove. We found our groove this <laughs> afternoon. It's better this than morning. muting me, right? So, number yeah, three. it's not better than muting you. <laughs> so, number three. Um, is I have three items because I decided I just put them all up here at once. Yeah. So it's uh, Kenner Star Wars twenty one back B, not even the A back. Um, Boba Fett. All right. One is graded an AFA seventy five unpunched. Um, one is graded a CAS eighty, and one is graded a CAS eighty plus. And the prices are thirteen thousand five hundred, fifteen thousand two hundred and five, and fifteen thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars. Yowza. Yeah. So, so these are three separate listings. Yeah, three separate okay. listings. Okay, I, I love how you did. I love how you did that, Chris. I think that's really interesting presentation, um, and it's a, it's really if you want a barometer of the market, that's it, right? Because right. because yeah. again, there's so many sales, you can really follow the path of the 21 back fat as a as a barometer for the market. I really think you can. I really do love how it goes 75, 80, 80 plus, and you see the price increases. Pretty yeah. much, pretty much proportionally to what you would expect for those uh, increasing grades, right? And for the CAS haters out there, you know, notice that the CAS, you know, that the, the there are no CAS haters out there, Chris. What are you talking four. about? There's four of them. I, I, I've seen them. They always make me so mad. But, yeah. uh, but, but you know, you see that the AFA seventy five sold for less than the CAS eighty, and the CAS eighty sold for less than the CAS eighty plus. You know, so you're kind of seeing that, you know, that in the marketplace. You know, these they kind of hold the value based solely on their grade and not by the grading company. So take that, haters. Yeah. <laughs> Booyah. Haters, haters going to hate. That's right. But, yeah. Um, I mean, I, you know what I, th- you know what this says to me? I'm never going to own a 21 bag fat again. Crazy. And I never should have sold mine. But, but even going back to the, um, the 65C Boba Fett, I traded one towards getting my CAS 80, right? And and the thing is, is I gave the the the, the benchmark at the time, this is uh, December of 2019, was the guy wanted 4,000 in trade for it. 4,000 cash in trade. Right, but this was when? How long ago? December 2019. So, God, right how things there. have changed in right. such a short period of time. Right. What's, what are the what are the grades on, on it? Do you, why don't you pull it out? Do you got it handy there? Mine, yeah. Dr. Star Wars, let's see. Hold on. Let's is, see. Is it's the very first uh, BPS item. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's it has the BPS. That's a perfect, uh, perfect way to kind of promote that and see this beauty and get to see Chris's sexy body up and moving. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this. He's <laughs> he's all man. Oh, My man. goodness. What a what a <laughs> specimen. What a specimen he is. Uh, <laughs> uh, so mine is CAS eighty. It is card eighty. Um, the bubble is a 75, um, and, and and that was there's a stain behind the figure, and I think that they um on in that little area, and I think they applied that. that no, I, I I tell Lee to grade all your stuff five points lower than it should be. <laughs> I, that's been that was given in oh, advance, yeah. so it's really that's you're really holding a CES 85, by the way. 
Yeah, there's there's no price difference, right? right. So yeah, yeah, eighty five is so. Uh, it's worth a kajillion dollars in this market. And, and eighty five on Hake sold for twenty five grand. It's crazy. Wow. So so my, mine is eighty seventy five eighty, and uh, you know, and it's a really really nice figure. Um, and, and it's protected know, forever. BPS. Can we yep. can we see it, Chris, or are you just oh, going to be I'm selfish? <laughs> You know, <laughs> so yeah, so th- this is my. So let's see that bubble protector. So let's see that. Can you see it? No, I can't. Can you bring it closer? Thank you. No. Thank well, so, you. And, and, you. A little know, closer. I have, I have the um. Little closer. I can't. You see can do it. it. What, what you I'm can do doing. it. Little glare. There we go. Uh, Chris, I'm getting motion sickness so here. So yeah. You can't see the I mean, like anywhere. It's really. That looks really nice. To, to the point, you know, what we've we've started doing is we've started in, embossing a CAS logo over in the corner. It's not on this one because this was the first one because people were complaining that we weren't putting them on. Hmm. So, <laughs> kind of to give you an idea of of where uh, of how crystal clear these these really are. So, yeah, you know, it's very very tough to see that it's on there. So, uh, I saw that. Uh, I think Adam Marks just put. A 12 back Vader that we did with the BPS on Dealer No Deal yesterday, um, and I think there was a couple comments of people that were like, "Wow, it looks amazing." Yeah. Um, and so I've started telling people that I was the one that invented that, and I've been doing all this work in my basement to kind of put those together. <laughs> so c- c- it's come really to the basement and come to my office and see which one looks like a <laughs> like a, a mad scientist lab. <laughs> It would, wouldn't it be kind of great if I just started telling people that it Take was it mine? All the credit, it's all right, like, yeah. the, like the crowning <laughs> achievement in Chris's professional CES I mean, career. I mean, I Right. Chris, no one's no one's interested. No one's interested in your bed of lies, Chris. We all know that the BPS was mine. We all know. Well, yeah, I have all sorts of of uh, evidence that shows how the work is being done here. <laughs> no, it, honestly, you've done such an – all joking aside, you've done such an amazing job. I, it's one thing that I just want to see more and more of out there. Not, not, not because we'll make money, and we will make money if we do, yeah. but, you know, I just – it, we just got to get out there and protect more of these things, these treasures. So well, I can't wait. So and we're going to have um, an interactive display both at ICC and at Celebration, um, showing off how this works. And I, I really can't wait for people to actually be able to, you know, to to see it, touch it, and, and get an idea of what what they're getting, and, yeah, and why it's why it's cool. So yeah, but all right. So um, we'll go on to number two, which is Shocker Shocker, another Boba Fett. <laughs> Right. Mm. So uh, number two, Kenner Star Wars Droids Boba Fett, graded EX plus near mint seventy five, sold for a buy it now of sixteen thousand dollars. And I I think a, a higher grade one sold on Hakes for like twenty thousand. Again, a really just yeah. Last year in May on our uh, investors corner, there was a uh, EX plus seventy uh, yellow bubble. Uh, just over ten grand, ten thousand seven hundred forty-four dollars. Okay, that, that made the uh, the top ten. Well, that's, so. that, that's at least in the ballpark, you know. Right. Yeah. Slightly um, lower grade, but a big jump in price. Right. right. And fun fact about the droids Boba Fett, just so you know, they were never came unpunched, so they're all punched. No. There are no Doctor Star Wars. Never. Hold on. Hold on. What? There's no never. unpunched ones. There's no unpunched ones. Yep. Droids Boba Fett. Yep. That's one of the tells. So if you ever see one that you know, someone's trying to sell and it's unpunched, it's fake. Interesting. Yeah. It's a very cool fun fact. Yeah. And wow. 
You so. just blew my mind. So, <laughs> there are some figures. So like, and, and this one wasn't made in Mexico, but um, so uh, the made in Mexico figures are all punched too. So like, like I'm putting together um a set of you know Jedi figures, and I want my um my Papalu and Lumont to be um to, to be on Jedi cards, and um they those were both made in Mexico, and there are mm-hmm. no unpunched versions of those either. Can you oh, really? get right out of here, Chris? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they unbelievable. Come so. so that that's on the on the Jedi cards. Yeah, that they're not unpunched. Oh, well, even on the power I'm gonna, of the force. I'm gonna they prove wrong. you wrong. I'm gonna find an unpunched one just okay. to prove you wrong. Wow, I've, that's my goal in <laughs> life now. That's my goal. You're so mean. Have we ever want to buy? I'm gonna that? post. I'm gonna post in all the groups. Want to buy <laughs> an unpunched Lumot and, and Pop Lou? I'll show you, Chris. I'll show you. He's <laughs> out to prove me wrong. It's like you know, you're supposed to love me, but yet here we are. So okay, and um, so the very very last item on our top ten uh, is one that reminded me a little bit of, of Anthony because he did a little bit of research on this um, way back when. It's a Funko Pop Freddy Funko. It's a Batman edition from San Diego Comic Con 2013. It's one of twelve. It's not graded. Um, it was put up for sale for twenty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars and sold for seventeen thousand five hundred dollars. Wow, a lot of money for a Funko Pop. Those. That is yeah. definitely a market that. Yeah, we went over that. These Freddie Funko exclusives, they tend, they they seem to be some of the the higher price. If you look at like top, you know, most expensive Funko pops, there there's a, a you know a lot that are these Freddie Funko exclusives. Last year, in March, um, we had number one on our list was a uh, San Diego Comic Con Darth Maul hologram Darth Maul that sold for thirteen k, um, and it was one of four eighty. So this this is one of twelve, right? Yeah, uh, super scarce. That's for sure. Um, Look, I think that you know that market is still one. I, I don't have a ton of visibility to, other than seeing it. It it shows I go to you know, but you never really see. I think the stuff that you see at these shows tend to be twenty five, fifty, maybe a hundred dollars. I don't I don't feel like you ever see the ones that are crazy expensive at the shows. We we do get them in shop though. I know like Ken's yeah. authenticated some, and you know, so we've been yeah we have a part of some of some of those. You know, um, yep. those yep. one off. So, yep. You know. CAS is familiar with them, even if us individually are not. Right. No, so. that's a fair point. That's a fair point. So. Um, look, God, God bless whoever bought that. If that's what you're into, and that's the rarest of the rare, there see, to me, that price makes sense. Yeah. I'm, even though it's not what I collect, I'm pleased to see that at the top versus like, you know, another common Boba Fett. Right. True. True. So that brings us to the end of our list. As a little bit of a summation, there were seven Star Wars items. Five of them were Boba Fett's. Uh, there was one GI Joe, one wrestling figure, and one Funko Pop. So I like when you I like how you say Funko. 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 So I say Funko. Funko. You say Funko. Well, like yeah, it's, it's like a fun company, like fun. like Cool yeah. Whip. Cool yeah, whip. right. Yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> the, cool, the H. Cool. You pronounce the H in Cool Whip. Cool Whip. <laughs> <laughs> So, and that brings us to the end of our show. We want to do, uh, usually end the show with, a, um, you know. Our two cents. Our two cents. And uh, so I actually want something that I actually, I like. So I've, I, I'm not a precious metals guy per se, but I've always liked silver, right? And uh, this thing popped up um, on. Uh, Hold on. on you always like silver. You yeah. like, like you a big like fan of silver. Yeah. Yeah. So All right. I'm not a gold guy. I'm a silver guy. So, silver so guy. this is All a right. Han and Carbonite. Um, it is one troy ounce of silver, um, made by the New Zealand mint, and it's actually like legal tender. 
in uh, New Whoa. Zealand. So you, you can take it out of the, the little holder. And uh, so it's this is that is really cool. Hold on, yeah, you make, make me nauseous. Sorry. Can you get it a little closer? <laughs> I want to see the detail. Let's see the so, detail. So th this one is a one ounce, and the detail is okay. Uh -huh. um, but there's actually a, a three ounce. So this was um, ninety nine dollars, and a three ounce one is is two ninety nine. Um, so you actually can get a, a, a bigger one for a little bit more, and it actually has a Queen Elizabeth on the back, and. New England and it's what? New England. And that's is silver. That's silver or Beskar. Yeah. What is that? It's it's, it's silver. Unfortunately, no. Beskar doesn't. What a nerdy Star now. Wars joke! My goodness! <laughs> My goodness! I don't know. He's got the slab. That's what it looks like. <laughs> what? So what? What is the street value? The market value of that you said it's legal tender. What? So it's legal tender. I think it's like like I think it's is it ten dollars. Um, so basically, you paid a hundred dollars for a ten dollar. Yeah, and, and 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 it's only twenty five dollars worth of, of yeah. bullion. <laughs> I like that. Can you send us right. the link for that? Walk through how these things are supposed to work. So, right? Like, it's collectible. To... Okay. You know? So, yeah, because bullion silver, silver is at like $25 an ounce. So, basically, I paid four times spot for it, which is, so it's not a good investment in that sense, but it's limited to only yeah. 5,000 pieces. And even like in the, the case that it comes in, like, has this little thing. But I mean, it, it displays well. Would you grade that with, with collector archive services? I mean, I, I would grade anything with. CAS, but you know, I may, that's, I that's actually true. may get the, the the three ounce one because I like it so much. So that's really cool. I'll it do it, it looks pretty it's neat. awesome. Yeah. So, I would love to see you just go to New Zealand and spend that somewhere and just see someone's face. So you're, <laughs> but, but it's legal tender. It's legal tender. And, but, but New Zealand is like that. So New Zealand Mint has a whole bunch of like like cool stuff. So they'll so have let's say a Darth Vader one ounce silver that's a cut out Darth Vader head and it's like black. Right, so it's got like almost like a decal on it. Right? Can you buy things with twelve backs in New Zealand? Right, is that legal tender? If I, I I'm not went sure. Somewhere? A fun fact about New Zealand: you know, New Zealand had their own twelve backs. They did. There are smaller card back with giant bubbles mm -hmm. and very, very, very rare. So Doctor Star Wars. See, gotta bring it back. To warrior Star Princess. Doctor Star Wars, the Warrior Princess. Loaded Ooh, with that backs. might stick. Ugh. That might <laughs> stick. Gross. Doctor Star Wars: The Warrior Princess. Gross, gross, gross. I think. I think. Uh, hold boy. on. I like it. Doctor Star Wars: The Warrior Princess. We, we I like it. The there we go. <laughs> there we go. And on, we go. And on that note, we're evolving. Right, That's called evolving, gentlemen. We're Thanks evolving. for sticking the show around through all this nonsense. Thank you, Ross and Anthony, for uh, joining us and hanging out, um, and for doing this so early in the morning. Um, and until next time collecting my friends my friends see you guys. guys be good folks <laughs>